Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Rob and Pastor Minga here with the Imperfect Unity Podcast. Pray you guys have had an amazing day today uh, and that you guys are ready for an awesome show. I think we're going to have an amazing show. What's going on, Mr. Elizabeth? How you doing tonight? Just waiting a few minutes as people come on. Now tell me, uh, how's my sound? Great. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Amen. Amen. As everybody's coming in t- tonight, I hope pray you guys had an amazing day. If you did, give me a thumbs up in the chat. Uh, I hope you guys got your notebook and your pencil and everything that you need to, for tonight, because tonight's going to be an awesome show. Don't you think, Pastor? Amen. It is going to be great. So we're, tonight we're talking about fighting fair. What you think about that? <laughs> I think it's going to be fun to do and listen as we learn to fight fair right now. <laughs> so our, our disclaimer is always this. We trying to achieve. You know what I mean? So we ain't there yet for anybody wanting to hold us to perfection. However, this is something that we've been working on and that um, when we went to a, a military conference, you remember that? They had asked all the married couples if they wanted to go on a vacation. And we was like, hell yeah, we want to go on a vacation. And uh, they put us up in a hotel for three days. They didn't tell us that we had to go through uh, military count, uh, relationship training first. Remember when we did that with the chaplain? Yes, I do. <laughs> I I really do. So why you say that? Why you say it like that? <laughs> because you wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. You was, I, I don't understand what you're saying. Why wasn't I prepared? Because they wanted us to talk and actually have um, some some learning how to communicate. Uh-huh. And um, some of the men just kind of wanted to hang out. And and uh, I thought we was having a vacation. They tricked us. That is a vacation. Learning, huh? That is a vacation. That's a great vacation. No, they wanted us to talk. See, that's the problem right there. <laughs> this is the problem. So right you here. think that part of our issue is we don't like to talk. No, for your issue, you don't like to talk. I love mm-hmm. to talk. Well, look, look, I like to know from maybe all you ladies can help me understand. How come every time oh, no. I get in my car and I want to listen to my music, that's when y'all want to talk. <gasps> I, that's when I get a phone call and, and, and right in the middle of my good song. I'm like at the top of my voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, ring, ring. because I knew you was you was happy. <laughs> <laughs> you like you felt my happiness. <laughs> oh my god, I, uh, somebody is happy right now. <laughs> a little bit say you have a, we have a captive audience. You are yeah. I bet I'm sitting there almost in tears. Like yes, baby. Yes, I want to hear my song. <laughs> the song that you've been listening to a hundred times. Exactly. You got to get it into my spirit. <laughs> yes. So, but- guys, if you hear me great, if you're coming on, give me a thumbs up. Hey, Minister Alberta, how are you doing tonight? It's good to see you. I hope my uncle's listening. We got some good stuff for you guys tonight. Get your pens and your paper ready. Right. Amen. But we also want to make a disclaimer. I always like to make this disclaimer. What works for us works for us this is not the end all to marriages <laughs> that's right and what works for you works for you so if you can get some wisdom if you can get um a little bit of an understanding if we can help in any kind of way that is our whole uh purpose is to be a blessing we are not here to tell you how to do you that's right i like that we're not here to tell you how to do you <laughs> only you can do can do you, you. You gotta do you the best you can. Here you go. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well. So, um, 
I first, uh, so we're talking about fighting fair. And when I think about fighting fair, I think about uh, when when you, uh, you're in a fight with someone. And uh, well, I, one time I was in middle school and this mm-hmm. guy was like, he wanted to fight me. He wanted to fight me so bad. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, come on then, let's do this. Let's do this. And uh, so we went to fight. And then all of a sudden he kicked me. And I said, hold on, I thought we were fighting. He was like, I am fighting. I said, no, you kicked. That's not a part of the rules. There's a rules in fighting? Yes. And professional fighting, but not street fighting. Well, I felt like he broke the rules when he kicked me. So, um, Well, how would but, they know that if you didn't tell them the rules at the beginning? See, that's where I was going. You've, you've got to be following me now. My, uh, my point was, when you're fighting with your with your spouse, and, and then I guess we need to be careful with that term, fighting, because it, it's not just fighting but there's always going to be conflict in a relationship um but we need to have established rules before we go into you know what i mean i i agree with that but don't we have to decide should we establish that are, are we fighting or are we just having a discussion well it's totally different the right. discussion is different and sometimes the discussion can end up in fighting but <laughs> that is but, true. we use fighting fair as a as a way to you know make it a, a popular uh title but we're talking about conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. And in a marriage, you first thing you need to have, you must have established rules to when you go into a conflict. And these rules must be established before the conflict. These rules have to be established in peacetime. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't start doing wartime and try to change the rules because it don't work that way. These ro- the, the, the rules must be established during peacetime. That means a time when you guys are just talking about uh, how you're going to handle conflict, how you're talking about uh, uh, before you even get married, you're talking about how we're going to handle conflict. And so those are established rules. You agree? I agree. I, I completely agree. Thanks. So uh, I got 15 rules we're going to talk about, 15 rules for fighting fair. The first rule is to pray. <laughs> it's to pray. And um, Prayer gets our eyes off the situation and fixed on Christ. Uh, our heart and our head are more aligned to what, what God's agenda is and, and, and rather than our own agenda. And, and we go into it knowing that this is a daughter of God and this is a son of God and we're part of God's family. And God doesn't want me to treat his daughter unkindly and, and God doesn't want you to treat his son unkindly. So we're going in to this conflict with prayer. And that's before we have an established time where we're gonna sit down and talk like, hey, we need to talk about something. So you know that you gotta bring up an important issue to me, then I probably the first thing to do is pray before you bring that issue and, the, and, and vice versa. We need to pray. Why you look like that right now? Y'all should <laughs> see this look on her face. Like why would anybody have a look about praying? I don't know. So go ahead and explain your, your look. Because because that's a discussion that's a premeditated discussion that you know you want to have. That's like when we went to that um when we used to do the elephant in the room, where if the elephant you put the elephant on the bed and let you know that hey, babe, we need to have a discussion. But typically a fight just happens or a a, a heated uh discussion usually just happens. So um I guess I'm trying to figure out when do we come together? Like usually like when we get into a heated discussion, um like we haven't prayed like mm-hmm. before, like I may be praying um, in the mist. Okay. Uh, but um, so I think, I think I'm looking at it um, differently. Right. And I guess that it goes back to being prepared um, for when we, we go to this place where we say, all right, I need to have a conversation with my wife or, or I need to have okay. a conversation with my husband. And before, when we sit down and say, Hey babe, let's talk about something real quick. And before we talk about it, can we just pray? And um, it, it does kind of seem awkward. And, and if it's awkward to you, then maybe there's something that you need to do uh, um, prior to it. But we must pray. And I just want to remind you guys that the prayer line is open. So if you want to call in, you're welcome to call in. The and um, not the prayer line. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the phone lines are open. You just tick, click on those chairs at the top 
and we'll uh, call it, let you in. So, um, do you understand what I'm saying? Though? I do understand what you're saying, and that's a that's a definite point. Um, I know one thing that that one uh, class that you talked about. Um, hey, uh, how did I feel about that class? What I learned from that was that when you come home from work, because there is a fair way of doing things when you come home from work, mm -hmm. not bombarding you with a bunch of um, information or a bunch of stuff that happened throughout the day that's not um, so great. You know what I mean? Right. But allowing you to come home and, and get settled and say hello and say the greetings and get to and eat and, and kind of get your mind right and then say, hey, I would like to talk to you you know, at some point today about some business we need to take care of. Um, and that's something that um, as a young wife, I did not know that um, going in um, as far as fighting fair. It would just be like, this yeah. bill came in, this happened, that happened, the kids did this to school. And it would be an instantly um, a defense yeah. and me loading, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than greeting one another and and um, acknowledging and loving on one another first. So I think right. that was one of the great things that I did learn um, from that um, that um, military style yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> of um, vacation slash marriage counseling. Conference, Conference. counseling. I loved it. it. It was good. It was good. It was I mean, good. Uh, I was pregnant. And so I was, you was pregnant. I was, I was very much pregnant. And so I was very much. And if you wasn't pregnant, you would have been pregnant by the time we left. Okay. I'm so, just saying. Okay. This is a grown folks call. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can. We can go on and on about that, but I'm trying to behave myself. But yeah, so being in the um, the what I liked is that you were challenged and mm -hmm. you couldn't run. Like the minister, the um, I think he was a it was a Catholic, he was a chaplain, chaplain, chaplain. Yeah, he was a cap Catholic chaplain. I yeah. think, but how he challenged you to think mm -hmm. out um outside the box and um to see you um because you you speak very well and mm -hmm. you you know your um view on things yeah. but he had a way of challenging you to see it from my point of view yeah yeah you know what i mean without taking my side but saying can you see how she could see or feel this and it made you think a little bit and right. and, and vice versa for me yeah I, I agree i agree and i think we left that conference on uh better people and, and better in marriage so um the next one, I hear you don't have your uh, your headphones, Elizabeth, but if you type in any questions and stuff, we'll read it up for you. Definitely. I see you said um, one may see it as a fight while the other see it as a discussion. I'm like this. It's a fight. If, you're, if your voice get elevated to a point that I feel defensive, it's uh -huh. a fight. <laughs> so that means we always fighting because y'all talk loud here in Louisiana. <laughs> so do you want to read the second one? Oh, sure. Um, the second one says... Don't mirror unfair fighting in marriage. Okay. So don't mirror unfair fighting in marriage. What do you think that means? Um, well, okay. So it, I can take it to mean two different two, two different things, meaning don't mirror the other person. If the person's mm -hmm. um with don't match their emotion with your emotion, don't yes. match their right their uh, level of uh, frustration like someone has to um uh kind of come to a level right head to uh keep us focused and keep us um um keep it from elevating into a place that it doesn't need to be in right or you can look at it as mirroring <laughs> rules of mirroring unfair marriages is how we've seen maybe our family members um yes. marriages or our friends and see how they've handled things and we know it didn't go to a good place so definitely don't mirror that if they if they consider fighting putting hands on each other you definitely don't want to mirror that right right exactly <laughs> so. definitely we don't want to uh if the if the person that you're talking with if they're losing their temper and you see them uh, uh getting angry your job is not to go to that place as well, because if you go to that place, it's just going to get even more. Um, the, the argument's going to get even more out of control. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, one of us have to maintain balance, and it's okay because you'll find that each that every time you're in an argument, or even as the argument goes on, mm -hmm. one person may get a little more agitated than the other, mm -hmm. and then that'll switch, and and that's okay. It's okay to get agitated, um, uh, but we have to fight fair right so 
part of the problem that we see is a person that gets angry they basically dominate the conversation because they're intimidating the other person mm. to to listen to them and, and, and uh, to believe like them or to sound like them and then it becomes a uh, where you're backing someone into a corner um, with your words and with your actions and, and your body language because I think body language uh, plays a huge part in a conversation definitely I think some um well that part that you just said about mm -hmm. um, um trying to intimidate the other person I think sometimes everybody um not everybody but sometimes people just communicate differently mm -hmm. and sometimes even though um if a person is not uh, feeling heard or you know what I mean or feeling understood and sometimes that can get you know make them feel agitated or you know or it's it's just so funny yeah. because if you're having a discussion with somebody or an argument with somebody and um like say you say something and they stay right in that one word or that one thing that yeah. touched them and they can't leave that and and you stay and so then you end up getting agitated because you feel like okay I everything that I said you're only focused on the one thing yeah. when there's so much more than what I said, than what the whole argument was about. And so then you feel like you didn't resolve the issue because yeah. we stayed in that one word or um, say you say a cuss word or something and the person just, I can't believe you cussed that. You, yeah, yeah. Prepared, and then you never go past right there. Right. And so it's being able to, to navigate that and, and hearing that person out like why did that bother them so bad yeah. that you cussed that <laughs> instead of right um why we're arguing so um i don't think i think sometimes intimidate i think people sometimes feel in, intimidation is not the really intimate it's trying right. to intimidate but some people are just passionate in the yeah, way they definitely. speak but I, like you said is body language facial expressions right what do we learn like um um and everything that you say that very little is about the words but it's yeah. every everything Every, right. It's very little about the words, but it's the yeah. the body language yeah. and, and um, the tone. Exactly the tone mm -hmm. and um and specific words will will gather um, different reactions right. within a person. So yeah. if I say fighting, uh, uh, then we're like, okay, we're in a fight. You know, that's a whole total <laughs> different stance than us saying we're it, in a discussion. It is. You see what I'm it saying? It is because I think in a fight you're you're defensive. Yeah, right. You know, if you I'm waiting to get punched. <laughs> yeah with uh, words <laughs> right or or guilt or shamed or you know what i mean but yeah but if we're having a, a discussion that's we're having a meeting of the minds right and what's that word you say that used to say Which let's one? agree to disagree oh i hate that one <laughs> <laughs> uh, alberta said don't do meanness for meanness and that's, that's totally good. right we Perfect. can't yeah. do meanness for meanness and we can't try to one up the person i kind of feel you ladies kind of do that very well where you wow. where you like if you i ain't getting the the uh reaction that i want to get then i'll get angry i'm gonna go ahead and accept our first call hello 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 how you doing hello 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 i was just trying i didn't know if anybody could hear me or not can you hear me don't hear you yet, buddy. <laughs> you got jokes? Hello, hello. Okay, well, we'll just move on. Maybe get in there in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> now, you think us ladies do what? Get a react? We want a reaction? I do want a reaction. So you want a reaction? I do. I want, well, I don't want, Um, I know for me, I don't want nobody yelling and screaming and that's not what I'm looking for, the reaction. I, I want to know that um, you're understanding my um, irritation or my frustration, but there's nothing like talking to somebody that is a stone wall. Right. And right. you're crying or you're frustrated or whether it's about the kids or whatever. Yeah. And you're not not matching me. It's like you don't have to be irate or anything like that. But hey, you know what? I feel what you're saying right there. I can't believe they didn't, you know, do such and such homework, they didn't get that, whatever it is. But when it's just like a blankness, yeah. I think that for me, that frustrates me even more because it makes you feel like you're in this alone. Like, yeah. do you not understand? Whereas the women can, I feel like women, not all women, but I feel like I can match not, um, if you're frustrated about something, I'm like with you. I'm right there with you. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you have, you're very calm. You're very, you're very, um, very calm. I try to be at least. <laughs> well, the outside, I don't know what goes on the inside. <laughs> um, the verse in Proverbs says this is, uh, Proverbs 26, 4, 
It says, do not answer a fool according to his folly, yeah. or you yourself will, will be just like him. Ooh. Right? So uh, in, those, in those conversations, those arguments, discussions, slash fighting, mm -hmm. um, when you respond the way they respond, yeah. when they respond, then uh, you both are just the same. Right. Right? Um, and I think that goes also for passive-aggressive type of uh, stuff, too. I am my I myself don't like the passive aggressive stuff. I could I'd rather you cuss at me than be passive aggressive. You know what I mean? Like going around, slam the door. Um, who do that? Every time you walk by me, you say something who under your breath, but won't tell me what you said. <laughs> 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 I ain't saying no names. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> The passive aggressive. Any guys out there know what I'm talking about about the passive aggressiveness? Well, yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. I have no comment on that. <laughs> the next one says, uh, uh, the third third rule is give fair warning. Give fair warning. Don't take your spouse off guard with guerrilla warfare tactics. Mm, In case true. you're not familiar, guerrilla warfare is a surprise attack. It's much like jumping out of the bushes and shouting, "We need to talk." <laughs> Oh, like because <laughs> I think that brings up anxiety, and when it comes like that, I'm expecting somebody to be angry or mad. You know what I mean? Or or, or I've done something wrong, so my my natural reaction is to to be on defense. Um, so that means don't let a person soon they walk in the door attack them, right? Right. right. Exactly. Uh, and, and we need to talk, and and that puts them on on edge and I just walked through the door, man, or I just woke up this morning and right. you're coming at me, you know? So uh, I think we have to be strategic in those times where we like to talk. Like me personally, I do my best conversation in the bed at night with the lights out. I feel like we that's when we do our best conversation. Uh, um, You know what I mean? I, that's why they call it pillow talk <laughs> because you're so much freer in the bed, right? Um. And it's a kind of a non-threatening type of of place. You agree? Mm, I do agree. I I do agree. Um, I, that's that's so true. Um, when you first wake up in the morning and or um, just coming in from work, yeah, that's just a terrible terrible time to try and come in and try to resolve anything. Um, mm -hmm. So, but if, and and with that, you still have to have that time of. Uh, both being in the same mind frame where so you you come to bed and ready to talk and yeah. um then the other person's ready to go to sleep so we kind of you still got to navigate that and, right and, and meet in the middle right you know what i mean i'm i'm for me i'm a morning person and so most people who know me know that um it's hard to have a, 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 a deep conversation at 11 o'clock at night or 10 yeah. o'clock at night because i could barely keep my eyes up because i get up early you know what i mean so um you and your spouse need to establish um that together right. what's best and where you can both feel free to talk and the other one is not like oh they just gonna go to sleep and i can't talk now or, yeah you know what i mean so um and you have to meet in the middle you just have to you have to be able to um to work together and right. say hey i like to talk at night hey i like to talk in the morning hey let's just go get some coffee <laughs> in Amen. the afternoon and um with no kids and and let's talk let's be friends right what are you talking about elizabeth you ain't you don't make fun of you we don't laugh at you what is that all about <laughs> no that's not elizabeth said that oh that's is that brent no this Brent said don't laugh at me why what's the question why why brent who laughing <laughs> do you do the passive aggressive stuff one thing i, I what, what gets to me right uh amingo she'll do this Oh. She'll be doing all the passive aggressive oh. stuff and then cook your dinner. You scared? Like we just got into a, a dog out, drag out fight, and here you come with some fried chicken. It'd be good too. <laughs> It'd be made with so like much here, love. Here, baby, here your here food. Why are you still talking crap about me? <laughs> Okay. Well, I guess I wouldn't eat it if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> eat at your own risk. No, but what? Because I think I was telling some of the ladies that I, my grandmother and my grandfather, they would um, get into arguments um, 
and they've been through many, they are both deceased, God bless them, but they would get into these um, heated, heated arguments. And my grandmother would still like cook his meals and set him up and make sure he had his ice cold drink or mm -hmm. whatever. And he would be sitting there still mumbling about whatever. But I was telling the ladies that how she still, even when she made his plate, she would clean off the sides and, and make it beautiful for him. And when she yeah. cooked, even though they was arguing, her food was still with love because she still loved just because they mm -hmm. was having an argument. You know what I mean? And so I think um, I may get that from her. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you're still yeah. alive. I'm still alive, y'all. still alive. I'm still alive. This may be a slow thing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. The next one, number four. Number four. Okay. So mine says, um, be a good, no, great listener. I think he gave me that on purpose. <laughs> it says, um, my dear brother and sister, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to be angry. That's James 1.19. Great listeners are slow to speak. As a result, they take in what their spouse is saying. When your spouse is talking to you, do you really listen or, or B, begin forming a rebuttal? I wonder who That's what that. I'm doing. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm getting ready because I've been gaining ammunition the whole time you've been talking. And soon you say go. Okay. Uh, See? That's an example that's of true. what not to do. That's a, that's a not to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's important that we have, we're able to hear and we're listening to each other and we're listening to one another uh, without trying to formulate what we're going to say next. Um, I know for me sometimes I just forget what I was going to say. So maybe you need to write it down. No, that'd be awkward too, huh? If you all of a sudden start writing while I'm talking, <laughs> I'm just taking notes. That's the reason why you pick that keyword and stay right there because that's all you can remember. That's all I can remember. I just ah, gotta stay right there. See, see what happens when you talk to each other. Now I'm starting to understand you a little bit better. <laughs> so, uh, and I think that's important, don't you? I do, I do, and I feel like, um, and with that, yeah, we have to be great. You know, slow to speak quick to hear but then even in your hearing what are you hearing yeah and so it's so important to repeat to the person so what you're yes. saying is mm -hmm. so to make sure that you both understand and when i say so what you're saying is that don't mean start the whole sentence all over again the whole right. 20 minutes you've been talking <laughs> no you that means you need to uh, uh you're narrating not narrating what's the word i'm looking for you're you're um like a cliff note version i guess the cliff note version. <laughs> i just want to know i just want to know a summary the summary of what you just said so so that i understand so i can reply to what you're saying not to excuse but just you know if there's something to say yeah. because sometimes we get into um discussions i'm like you know what you're right mm -hmm. you're just right or um, I just want you to hear my my point of view. Yeah. Um, I love when we I love those discussions when we have to make a decision about something. Yeah. And it gets heated. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we go. I love how we come to the conclusion and we say, okay, we're going to do it this way. And if doesn't work, then we'll try this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's nothing wrong with that. Right. Exactly. Even though I'm mostly right. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> well, I guess it, 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 we have to not want to be right. Um, I think that's not uh, that's a lot, where we go wrong a lot is that we're just trying to, to get the other person to say, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, nine times out of ten, that's never going to happen. That's not going to happen. It, it, you can't say, you can't be waiting in an argument for the other person to to stop and say, oh, man. What you said right there, nah, I understand. It ain't gonna happen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, right, so right. a lot of times we don't even understand what was right or wrong until uh, maybe a day, a week, maybe mm -hmm. even a month, or even a year later. You know what I mean? And the whole point of of the conversation is not to be right, but to be heard. Right. I want to be able to hear your heart and you hear mine. We don't have to uh, worry about who's being right yet. Right? Who's right? We just need to hear each other. I think what I like is not like I don't have to be right. I want to be understood or just like a 
understand why I could come to that conclusion. It may be a wrong conclusion and and I can come back to the right conclusion, but I feel like I know for me, I like to be validated in in what I'm saying and saying, I can see your point. I may not agree with you, but I can understand how you could come to that conclusion. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's right. Because when you don't validate a person, then the person constantly feels like they have to defend it. They have to keep going with right. it, keep going with it because it's never been Because you haven't validated it makes me believe that you don't understand. Right. And since you haven't validated what I was saying, uh, now I'm looking at you like you don't understand. So I, I and so you tell me a lot. You keep repeating yourself, right? And maybe that's how we don't end up repeating ourselves is that the person says, I got that. Right. And that's not that's already been clear. But look at this other side. This is where I'm at right here and that we are able to hear each other. Uh, Derek said, let's stay right there. That's smart because men have one folk have to focus on one issue at a time. <laughs> that's truth. That. No, that's true. That is that is very, yeah. very, very much true. And the thing is, and, and a lot of times women, the reason why we we go and this is just truth, we go all the way around the mulberry bush mm-hmm. instead of sticking to the issue because when the other issues came up, they didn't deal with it then. So it's holding on and holding on and holding on. Mm-hmm. Or we say we forgive, or men do the same thing, not to put yeah. it on one sided. We say we forgive and still we bring that thing back right. up when we're supposed to be just talking about this issue. Can I just talk about the dishes? Yeah. And in your minds, we're talking about the kids didn't do dishes. In our minds, we talk about all the other times they didn't listen and remember yeah. when they did this. So we go around instead of just staying. Let's talk right, about these right. dishes today. Exactly. <laughs> this tonight's dishes. Exactly. Yesterday's dishes I can't do nothing about. That's right. That's good. Uh, just a reminder, guys. The the phone lines are open. If you yes. want to call in, you want to say something, got a question, go ahead and call in. Um, so the fifth thing, mm-hmm. it is to seek to understand. Yes. All right. Proverbs twenty chapter fifth verse says the purpose the purpose of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Wow. Uh, And that having insight is to understand where the person is coming from. Not just to say that the way that they're looking at it is right, right? But to least that we're trying to understand where they're coming from and and understand mm -hmm. their heart. And I think when we look at each other and we see that where I believe that you are a person that loves me, and that you're a right-minded person that cares about me, then what we're talking about doesn't hold so much weight because I know that you're a person that loves me. And if it wasn't an important conversation, we wouldn't be talking about it. That's good. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, we look at each other as a, one One uh, writer said is the, that I'm looking at a good faith person, right? And that um, I believe that my wife has my best interest. She is not my enemy. Right. And I'm not your enemy. So when I, I seek to understand, um, I ask a lot of questions, mm-hmm. right? Uh, questions that are help me understand the, the, the understand the situation better, to understand your point of view better, and to uh, make sure that I'm validating you mm-hmm. in that process because I'm asking questions means that I'm engaged in the right. conversation mm-hmm. and I'm not just sitting there with that blank look. <clears throat> you kids ever get y'all kids ever give you that blank look when when they done did something and you're like, why did you do that? And they look at you like, I don't really know why I did it. They give you that. I don't really know why I did that. Look, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, uh, So we don't want to be standing around like that, looking at each other like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So uh, we want to seek to be under to understand before being understood. Oh, that's good. Right. Seek to understand better uh, before seeking to be understood. Let's see if we can get him on now. Hello, hello, hello. Nope, didn't work. Can you hear us? No, he uh, fell out. Oh. Well, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you have no problem getting on, just uh, text them in the little box. Uh, so what's the next one, babe? Okay, so am I'm at- um, Number six. Number six. Um, we kind of touched on this already. It says, stay on topic. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get off topic when in the middle of a disagreement, the dialogue starts and starts a rabbit trail to follow. This is especially common when we deflect criticism. Yeah. Um, Deflecting criticism means to prevent criticism from being directed at you. Wow. Do you ever do this? 
Oh man. So <laughs> Oh Lord, our memory. <laughs> it's, it's it's I guess it's like this. When you are um I was I was kind of raised in a in a in, in a way you needed to be perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Or I needed to be the perfect one. So um I I deal a lot with perfection, mm-hmm. right? I'm a perfectionist. And so in perfection, uh that's resentments there uh in that there's a depression can follow that, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So um when I look when someone is talking to me and it seems like that uh, they're saying I'm I've done something wrong, mm. then my heart automatically goes to you're not a good person. Mm. You've messed up. Right. You you made a mistake. See, you're not a good dad. You thought you were good. You're not a good husband. You thought you were good. And see, it's an irrational thought. It's mm-hmm. irrational. Mm-hmm. However, it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. For a lot of us, we deal with this where where when someone is talking to us, we automatically go to that place where oh man, I screwed up again. I'm I'm a bad person. I'm a bad this. I'm a mm, bad that. That's so good. So um, I, I I have to learn personally. Uh, to not take those things on, to hear what was being said, um, and not go to that place uh, that I'm uh, my uh, bringing my my imperfections into the conversation. That's so good because I was thinking about how when we when those things happen, and um, someone when I feel like I'm being criticized or mm-hmm. we're getting into a um, argument or disagreement, I'm quick to run or um, um, yeah. Instantly, I'm not worth anything, um, right. and um, I'll expect you to leave. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because yes. everyone in my life have always left me, right. so I've always had that rejection. So instantly, if I'm not doing something that's pleasing to you or make you feel um, that you have to chast correct me, and I may right. look at it like you're correcting me like a child. I, and it's even to say that, yeah. wow, that's amazing. To say that I'm being chastised like a child takes me back to when I was a yes. child. Right. That right. every time um, um, someone left out of my life or whatever was going on, um, right. it was I always felt like it was because of something I did. Right. And you can see how easy it is when you're going through those types of emotions, mm-hmm. how hard it is to stay on topic. Mm-hmm. Because now the topic has changed in your head right you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. because now the topic is taking you back to a place when you were a kid mm-hmm. and nobody ever listens to you mm-hmm. and nobody cares about you mm-hmm. and, and then all these different things are coming out and i'm like hold on right. i thought we were talking about chicken <laughs> <laughs> right well i like well i say it's not i don't know why i said chicken y'all i said chicken a lot today that's crazy because <laughs> we're vegetarians right. go ahead oh but or like you, we're having a discussion and I'm saying things that we can do better. And it's like, you're not good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're absolutely amazing. But man, we could do so much better in this area. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, I do this, this. And it starts to get into this place of staying on. It gets off topic. Right. And so then you never end up dealing with right. it. And even in the piddle talk, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Now you're scared to touch that thing. Right. Because it's like, yeah, because now I got to I got to justify to you everything that I do. Right. I got to you said I didn't do the dishes, but let me tell you everything else I do. <laughs> I did the car. I took this and I did that and I did this and I did this. And so you're going to come at me with dishes. I've been doing stuff all year. Where you been? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The conversation has moved on from the subject. Right. And now I'm dealing with all your your hurt. I'm dealing with all your pain from your yeah. past. I'm dealing right. with all your depression and you've feeling and like you're not worth it and each other stuff. right yeah you're, i mean to say yours so, right. i mean well, like yeah uh, <laughs> we both dealing with yours is not her i just want y'all to know that yours is we're dealing with the, the, just the, the, the example the, person the, right but the thing in the room that we're trying to we never get to the heart of the matter right you know what i mean and once you recognize that hey i'm i'm i'm, I'm actually talking to that wounded child that still haven't healed yeah you know what I mean? You know how to pray for that thing. That's pray right. for that person. You know what I mean? And allow God um, to heal that person. But still, we right. have to be mature and come back and, and deal with the issue. One thing I do yeah. love about you is that whenever I, you've always been like this. I remember when we was, okay, I'm going to have to go there. Oh, what we got? We would go, we would get into these arguments and I would say, 
I just need you one week. It'd be like, I just need you to do this. I need you to hug me when I get all irate. And he would go to hug me. And I'd be like, don't touch me. Why are you touching me? <laughs> yes. Three months later, it'd be I'm like. so confused. <laughs> Three months later, I'd be like, oh, um, this is what you do to make, you know, just make me laugh. Uh-huh. He would go to make me laugh. I'd be like, what are you doing? That's so stupid. It would be, I'd be like so confused. I don't yes. know how to get out of this situation. <laughs> Look, so so one guy, I don't know who, what couple told us. They said, the next time we get into an argument, let one of you take your clothes off. <laughs> just get naked and, and see if y'all can still fight. So we get into this heated argument, y'all. I'm talking about heated, and, and I'm realizing that I'm wrong, but I don't know how to stop this. I don't know how to get out of it. So I run in the bathroom, oh, and I take off everything, y'all. I take off everything, and I come in the living room like, what you said? <laughs> the whole conversation was like, I can't remember if I got mad or if consequently. I, was, I don't remember what happened after that. Consequently, did we have another baby? I don't know. I'm not sure what happened after that. Okay. <laughs> well, anything could have happened after that. But just the fact what my point was to stay on topic is that <laughs> is that you would um you were willing yeah. to do whatever it took and we were as we were trying to figure out ourselves you know yeah. what i mean and we're, and we're still learning and growing you know what i mean but you were always willing to um try yeah you know what i mean and 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 that's a beautiful thing and i've always been willing to want to figure it out yeah, you definitely. know what i mean it's just two people trying to figure it out together and want to make each other happy and that's right try to find a way to fight fairly because we we knew we could never stop the fighting because it's inevitable for right. us to be offended or bothered by something but it's just how to yeah. do it healthy and right, get your point exactly. and, and authentically and not over spiritualize and not yes. you know what I mean not to right. and not avoid but deal with the, yeah. the hard things and we've learned to have right. the hard conversations and that's crazy because it, it, we've seen that where where people are just they have to throw the bible at somebody like well she, well he not being a man of God <laughs> I'm we're in a, a counseling session and she's like well he ain't being no man of God to me you know he's supposed to do this and he did that this is what the Bible says and I'm looking at her like you think that you following everything that the Bible's saying you know what I mean so we have to be careful about trying to throw scriptures at people when we see when we see fit right but right. then we don't want those same scriptures thrown back at us right right, right? so we have to be careful with that um what's our next one um, the next one is you, my dear. It's stop comparing. Number seven, stop comparing. Don't make comparisons between your spouse and another person. Ooh. I wish somebody would. Ah, uh, okay. Boy, that, we boy. could we could honestly say that ain't happening mm -mm, up in here. That ain't gonna happen here. <laughs> Don't you dare tell me what your last boyfriend did or your oh last. Gosh. Oh my god! You know what I mean? I can't even imagine. I mean, we've. Believe me, we've said some doozies. Right. And and it's funny because we were talking about something like this a couple of um weeks ago. We were talking about um just um certain things. And believe me, right. I've said some doozies and we've done some doozies. Yeah. I've messed up many times. But there are certain things that we that we just haven't touched. Yeah, right. And um right. I don't know if it's just yeah. just wasn't in our DNA or what. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, when you do that, you basically it's a hurtful signal that says tells the other person that you're not enough right, right. And, and you'll never be enough you need to measure to up to this person and and uh, uh that's not the right thing it's not the right oh, thing to do yeah um so we don't do comparison that is right. heartbreaking that is heartbreaking uh, so resist that temptation to make comparison in your mind as well you may not say it out your mouth but if you say it in your mind and in your heart, you can't help but to, for your actions to begin to go that way and to begin to do those things. And so that's a problem. Where are you from? Where are you all from? We're from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. No, we ain't. <laughs> well, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> right. So <laughs> you, when you got a brook, when you uh dealing with uh, uh -huh. nothing. So, uh, <laughs> Don't do comparisons. Don't do comparisons. <laughs> not states. Not, not states. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't never said nothing like that. Like, you know, if you act more like a Louisiana girl. No. He's okay. So that's not true. He didn't say act like 
I cut my hair one year. Oh, Lord. Okay. So I worked in a plant where I worked with fiberglass. And if anybody knows anything about working, um, yeah, I have been here long enough. Thank you, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I cut off all my hair. And um, it basically, was when she did that, that was like saying, uh, you don't want to be married no more. Go ahead, keep going. He's so silly. So he, he comes home and he goes, um, Well, you know, um, we don't cut our hair here in Louisiana. Southern women, they don't cut their hair. I said, Well, I'm from New York, baby. We dye it, fry it, lay it to the side, it'll grow back. Man, that was the end of that discussion. He was that like, was not feel, the end of that he discussion. He said, I feel like you're asking for a divorce. To me, that was asking for a divorce. That was like, if, that was, if, that was like passive aggressiveness. You had stepped, you had moved too far. I overstepped the boundary. You had overstepped the boundary. <laughs> <laughs> well, needless to say, I never cut my hair again. Uh, amen. Amen. <laughs> Not because amen. of anything, but my, I don't want to be right. I want to be married. Amen. There we go. There we go. Number eight. Number eight. What'd she say? Say she kicked. <laughs> she kicked who? She didn't kick me. Talking about <laughs> <laughs> number eight, avoid making assumptions. Fighting fear in marriage is not possible when making assumptions. Um, more on that. Okay, making assumptions. That's it. Don't start assuming your spouse's thoughts or motives. Right. That's that's good. That is that is very true. Um, I cannot. Yeah. Um, okay. It's true that we shouldn't. I'm just yeah. gonna agree. But when your spouse does do not talk, right? Okay, and you are in the midst of a uh, a fair fight. You know, we're trying to learn to fight fairly. Okay, and you don't talk to your spouse. You leave room for the enemy to place yeah. assumptions there, and so that's not a fair fight. See, I remember right. in the military it says, do not coerce with the enemy. So when you stop talking to me, I see that you viewing me as your enemy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, so in order for there not to be assumptions, yeah. we must communicate. Even if it gets a little heated, it's yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, and then once you've communicated and you've made the adjustments of how whatever however we're going to resolve that, yeah, don't go back into your own head and start arguing with yourself again about what I could have, should have, would have said. Yeah, you know what I mean. But agree that this is what we came up with and move on with it. The brain is an amazing thing. It's a very <laughs> good point you make. Um, the brain is an amazing thing, and I, I don't remember how it actually went, but it was talking about how um, our eyes and the, the, the when the, when our eyes are or seeing something, right? Mm -hmm. It sees it in black or white, but then it translates into color in our brain, hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So our brain fills in, check this out, our brain fills in the missing information. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you there's a tree outside, your brain will automatically get the colors of the tree. Uh, uh, it'll put it in the right order. It'll put the, the green leaves on top, the brown, your, your brain automatically does that. Your brain will fill in the missing information. So what happens is when we end up in a place where we're not talking and we're not uh, uh, we're not sharing our heart, and now you're 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 forcing forcing the person, you're forcing another person to fill in the gaps, mm. and and that's where the assumptions come from. I don't want to assume anything, but when we when it's not we're not talking and we're not communicating. The other person will automatically, their brain will automatically fill in the gaps. They may not even believe everything that their brain is, is pumping out, but the brain has to fill in the gaps. It, it won't look at a missing missing information. Does that make sense? You are such a great communicator. <laughs> I love the way you just said that. That was kind of hot, too. Well, well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, huh. You guys got any questions or anything? The phone lines are still open. I keep waiting to talk to somebody tonight. I'm ready. Do you I'm ready to add, add what from let's see where we're at from Gus. Should we be in charge of each other's appearance? Hmm. <laughs> see, you would have to expound on that. Uh, you got to expound on that. I don't know what that, I don't know what all that means. That means you need to call in and uh, expound on that question. Um, that's a good question. It is a good question, but I do before I answer it, I think, yeah, I want you to expound on it so that I don't overstep. Right. 
<laughs> oh, how man. much what? She said, "How many how many coronavirus uh, cases are in your in your country? A lot. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we're the number one country right now. So uh, we're the number one country in cases. Uh, let's see, what's our next one? Alberta's calling in. Come on, oh, there's the go. Hello, how you guys doing? Hey, how's it going?" Hey, it's good. good. What's going on? Oh, so my you finally like, can you finally can hear me, and I finally I can, can hear, hear you. you all. Yes, <laughs> yes. So that uh, question was about the appearance, and uh-huh. you said to her, or uh, she can't cut or do nothing to her <laughs> hair, and I'm thinking to myself, my wife and myself always have this debate. Because uh-huh. I want her hair to be short. Okay. So she wants braids. Oh no. <laughs> you I say no, she can't have braids? Exactly. No <laughs> braids. So am I controlling her appearance? Uh-huh. That's that's well, the it, question. I, I, let me ask this first, because I think this is a this is good. All right. What is the reason why now? Is there a reason why you don't like long hair or a reason why you don't like braids? Because oh, wow. sometimes I'm going to answer that question. Well, well, sometimes, right? We are. Uh, 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 what's that other one we was looking at? Um, stop comparing number seven. Uh, so if there's somebody that was in your life that had braids or long hair. And and you don't really care for them no more. Or, and so are you holding your wife to say she can't get braids because she remind you she will remind you of some crazy person that you used to date long time ago? And I don't need that. May be something that you need to talk about so she don't make up assumptions. But maybe not with her. <laughs> but actually, am, am I am I right? Uh, no, I'm okay, attracted right. to short hair. Okay. That's the whole. That's the thing. I, I, yeah. I, I'm attracted to short hair, and yeah. above all that, she looks great with short hair. Uh huh. Now, mind you, hold up a second. When I met her, my first vision of her and looking into her eyes, she had short hair. Okay. Right. But when we finally had words to each other, she had braids in her hair. Isn't okay. that something? Uh-huh. But I remember her when I first saw her with short hair. So at right. this time, I don't want no braids. I don't want no weave. I y'all keep the weave right where it's at. You know, right. coming up in here. I told her if she go get that stuff when she wake up the next morning. Right. Clip clip. <laughs> well, I'll tell you it. It, it um somebody said it earlier. They uh-uh. said no, don't say that. Don't go there. You can go there. I'm the, ready for you. <laughs> go ahead. It's say the, what the man's said. body yeah. is for the woman, mm-hmm. and the woman's body is for the man. Exactly. Huh? That's actually. So is that controlling the? Is that controlling the appearance? But if she doesn't feel comfortable and uh-huh. that and doesn't make her feel at her best. Mm-hmm. But because it's pleasing to you, but then she doesn't feel her best. I mean, is that fair? Because she still got to walk around in her own skin and be confident within herself. So this is what I believe. So that's my question. This is what I believe then. Um, for me, for me, when you cut your hair, it was a drastic change and it was a change that I wasn't ready for. Well, right. Yeah. So we didn't really talk about it. You know what right. I mean? We didn't talk about it. We didn't discuss Right. And so when I walk on in the house from, I probably was out to see when I came I think, home. yeah, I think you, yeah. I think he was deployed. And yeah. so that was something that was drastic for me having right. long hair to yeah. coming home and, and having really short hair. Right. And um, also, like I said, working in fiberglass and my face had broke out so bad. Right. I mean, I had reasons behind it. It wasn't no ulterior motive. Yeah. But, but that when yeah, I came but home, I can understand why I came home, so I felt like it was such a drastic change. Right. Right. And uh, so I started making assumptions. And when I was making assumptions, mm. my, my assumptions was that she don't want to be married to me. Mm-hmm. And he, however crazy that sounds, right. that's where I was going. Right. right. Hey, thank you for calling in up. <laughs> you welcome. 
Good job. But, but to his question, he said, you know, um, is he controlling? I don't think that he's controlling. I just think that he has a preference. Right. I mean, he likes his wife hair a certain kind of way. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? It's not like he's saying that I'm a divorce you if you, you know, right. do this. He's saying this is what I like. And you know what I mean? And I think she looks great with with, right. she, with her hair short right. the way it is. That's the only way I know her. Yeah. Um, but I think she would look beautiful with long hair or braids right. or whatever because I believe that I know that she's stunning no matter what. Right. And I think that's a, a, a ongoing conversation that needs to be had. Right. Right. So let's go on to our next one. Uh, number nine. Number nine is number nine states. No insults are yelling aloud. And no breaking your own furniture. <laughs> I always want to know how why people break up their own stuff. You know what I mean? That's just craziness. So uh, the, the scripture in <laughs> Romans 14, chapter 19, verse, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace mm-hmm. and mutual mutual edification. So um, when you start going loud, nine times out of 10, the conversation is going to get loud, right? We, 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 we can't respond that way but it's hard though right mm-hmm. how do we how do we not get to that place of not yelling when we're yelling at people and, and how how do we get there how, how do we, we keep not do that um i think being um going back to being slow to speak it goes back to number yeah. four um being slow to speak it quick right, to right. hear and i think a lot of times we react um yeah. we're reactive and and when you're so used to being reactive a lot of times because of, I think, things that go on in our past, you know, I mean, maybe always feeling like um, you're being accused of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're already you're already on um, on eggshells, ready to defend yourself rather right. than here. You know what I mean? So you just go yeah. into yelling because that's what you're used to. Or that's what you're used to be seeing. And so um, the only way you can't assume, come to assumptions or anything is if you just stop and listen. Right. to what the person is saying you know what i mean and seek to understand what they're saying why you're listening not right. listening from a place of rebuttal but listening for a place to understand what they're yeah. saying you know what i mean when you do that then it does keep you from the assumptions and keep you from the yelling and the argument yeah. and when you know that the person is for you right right it's for you something and no and having to have a we have to have a teachable spirit yeah teachable and and able to take criticism and, and yeah. to, to critique because knowing that the person's not critiquing me in a bad way like i'm a bad person right you know what i mean but critiquing me because they want to elevate me to go higher Definitely. higher in my thinking higher in my and and even dealing with my kids or, right right or life or at, at work you know what i mean and you know what word i was just thinking when you was talking instead of saying critique or uh, we could say feedback, right? Uh, <laughs> thank you for your feedback. Thank you for the feedback. You yes. know what I mean? Because yes. that's feedback, and st- and feedback doesn't sound like, oh, you critiquing me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I also was thinking when you were talking about when we we get into those places when we start uh, yelling and pointing fingers and, and name calling, it's because we get into this to a place where we think it's a competition. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I gotta say the next thing worse than what they said. Right. So we're trying to one up each other on insults. And man, imagine the nasty, uh, uh, ungodly things that will come out of our mouth while we're trying to uh, uh, get the person to hurt them before they hurt us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And say this before they say it. And and so that's a bad place to be. Um, Now, I can't say that we won't yell. And see, sometimes we, uh, especially for us men, we have a hard time when, when, our spouse yells, but we need to also put that into its proper box. Sometimes we're going to yell. That doesn't mean that the other person is out of control. It doesn't mean that the other person uh, doesn't love you or, or uh, see the worst thing we can do is when someone starts yelling to just say, well, I ain't got nothing else to say no more. Right. And then they start walking out and I'm going to the store. Mm-hmm. Now you're walking out instead of dealing with let's calm down first let's talk about it let's say hey hey let's take five minutes but when we just decide that we're going to walk out the door or we ain't talking no more Mm -hmm. then we have we have also entered the unfair fight yeah i think the dangerous thing about that also babe is the um when they stop talking when they stop yelling 
when they absolutely shut down. Right. If they've always been a person who's been vocal and and shared their heart and shared the areas where um they feel bothered or where things right. need to get better and 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 they haven't had the results that they felt or every time they did try to express themselves whether in yelling because maybe yeah. that's what they know that's all they know at the time and haven't had a chance to 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 grow and develop and mature right, as right. we all need time to do you know what i mean but when they stop is when yeah. you need to start being worried when a woman's fed up i'm trying to tell you there ain't nothing you can do about nothing you can do about it tell me i'm trying to tell you so um that's a dangerous place too so yeah, sometimes yeah. you might want the yelling <laughs> uh on the 14 says yes look to the interests of your spouse mm -hmm. uh, um the scriptures philippians second chapter fourth verse it says do nothing out of selfish ambition mm. or vain disconsent conceit mm. rather in humility value others above yourself right. not looking to your own interests, but the each of you to the interests of others right so we look back on on our 20 22 years of marriage mm -hmm. the component that led us to unfair fight has always been about our selfishness you mm. know what i mean a selfish thought a selfish action, you know what I mean? Uh, wanting to 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 be before being heard, or wanting to maybe spend that extra money before the other person do it. Mm. And a lot of times, it comes from a selfish uh, uh, place. Even when we don't want to hear the 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 concerns of the other, right? Because we don't want to feel bad, or we don't feel like we, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do. Uh, we need to be careful that what we're talking about is not coming from a place of my selfishness right right mm -hmm. that's not a good place to be we need to do a heart check before engaging and asking yourself are my motives right are my motives right is this am i being self-serving right now right. right so those are important when we're entering into a, a conflict because i'll tell you when your motives are not right and you are being selfish you're you're pretty much backing your spouse into a corner because they have nowhere to go. We have nowhere to, a spouse has nowhere to go when they're dealing with a selfish spouse. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, I was thinking about like, for an example, say you have an issue and say you overspent money and now you need to talk to your spouse about it because now you have these bills coming out and da, da, da. and if your spouse if is a reactor and your spouse is a person that yells, it makes yeah. it hard to have those conversations and deal with life situations and life yeah. things that happen and so you end up hiding you know what i'm saying the hiding and covering up you know what i mean right, right. because then the person they, they may feel that the person's going to yell at them and so they're going to yeah. just start bashing them with their words and you know right, what i mean right. and so it has especially to, if you can talk better than me if right you can communicate better than me without if, cussing without right. yelling and you can yes word, word manipulation it, it, and i think that's important mm -hmm. when you have a spouse that's that's very well versed. They know how to talk. They know how to explain themselves. They can make another spouse feel less than mm -hmm. um, by not cussing or yelling. So the other person goes to the cussing and yelling because they they feel like I can win this at right. least. Yeah, that's so good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can win this that's at true. least. So I'm not I'm not saying dumb ourselves down or anything no, like that. Uh -uh. I'm saying that that our passive aggressiveness that's can good. come out in our education. Mm -hmm. And that's not, we want to make sure that we're fighting fair. So we're not going to make the other person feel stupid or try to uh, uh, belittle them with our words or anything like that. Right. Um, so that's important, right? Even in an argument, I want you to feel respected. Mm -hmm. I want you to feel loved. And mm -hmm. I want you to, to feel uh, um, like you're, the wife that you are right and that you're my partner right amen yes um 15 it says um 15 remember you're on the same team yes you and your spouse are on the same mm. team you married one another with the dream of facing the world yeah. together don't forget that that's right that's right you we are a team we are a team we're a team so even though we're having this argument, this is just a drop in the bucket of the joy that we normally experience, right? An argument doesn't signify the end of the world. That's right. Matter of fact, I think people that argue are in a better place than those that don't. Right. And when I hear people say they don't argue, they don't fight, then somebody is checked out. 
Somebody has checked. Somebody out. has checked out, and we may be just being roommates and not even realize it. Yep. Right. So, um, it's important for us to be uh, a team and united front in front of our <laughs> Did kids. You hear Derek, is that Derek? Derek. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> right. Don't be using big words on me. <laughs> so, uh, I think this was a really good lesson. It was. Right. I, I'm was. definitely. If you guys have any thoughts that you want to add. Um, you're welcome to Adam uh, call in real quick. Let me know how you feel. I think, babe, I really enjoyed this lesson talking to you. I did too. So, is there anything you would like to add to uh, this conversation before we go? No, I think it's. I, I really do think it was. A, it's a great conversation, and and even in 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 it, just the flashbacks of how yeah. far we have grown as individual yeah. individuals and um together. You know what I mean? Collectively, um, in our communication, we're still developing yeah. and we're still learning one another, and um, and it's a beautiful thing. You That's know what right. I mean? Everything. You know, when you're young, you have to discuss every single thing. Yeah. It's a big deal. You got to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And then you get to a place in your marriage where, you know, you done made me mad. Oh, I right, know I done right. made you mad. We ain't got to talk about it. Sometimes you're like, I'm sorry. You'd be like, yeah. okay, got it. And we move on. You know what I mean? And so I would say to the younger couples, you know, I don't care how long you've dated before you got married or whatever, that um, it gets better. Right. It, it gets better. And don't be saying crap while you're walking out the door. You know what I mean? Jumping in the car. Thank you. So let me tell you a story before we hang up the phone. Why it's got to be about me? It's not. It, totally. Are you sure it's not about so, me? So me and Aminga in this huge argument. Oh, it's about me. <laughs> we in this <laughs> argument, guys. And uh, uh, so, so gotta give y'all story I yell at her, call her name, and walk out the door, slam the door. Oh. And jumped in the car and went to the gym. Oh my god! I was so done, y'all. I'm telling you, I was gone. Uh, I said what I had to say, and I got in the car, went to the gym, played basketball for about two hours. I was in a good place when I got back. I had worked out all that energy. Meanwhile, she'd been sitting in the house stewing on that word that I had called her when I had left the house. Called me a name. So when I opened the door, she punched me right in the nose. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. Hit me right in the nose. I did. I did. You called you had you my husband. Yeah, yeah, but you no, know, thou should not put your hands on your husband. Thou shalt never put those kind of names on your wife, <laughs> and you never did it again. So uh we have a good understanding, all right, about how to fight fair. Yeah, we have a good <laughs> so basically oh, wait. don't sneak me when I walk in the house. He you snuck me. You forgot when you threw me in the closet. When you pushed okay. me in the closet. So, guys, I really enjoyed this conversation <laughs> with you guys tonight. What an amazing conversation. I pray that you guys have gotten something from it. As we get ready to hang up the phone, I want you to know that you are listening to a place yes. where you are healed by love, free through, free grace, through grace, and, and equipped, equipped for, for the, the kingdom. kingdom. Amen. I love you guys. And we love you. I, I, please, please, please. Share this uh, post with people. Pray share the share blessing. this. Um, yeah, I pray it was a blessing. Yeah. I yeah. pray it was a blessing. Please share. Please post something about it. I'm, I plan on taking your post and I'm going to put them in a collage uh, so people can hear what you're saying about the show. Hey, please, please, please. But remind us next week to tell you about me being pushed in the closet. Please don't forget that. We got to hear that story. <laughs> He's never put his hands on me, but he did push me in the closet <laughs> once and locked me in there. You know, sometimes you gotta shake somebody. You just shake them. <laughs> Hang on, put a hand on. Just gotta shake them. All right, guys, I love you guys. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. <laughs>